this song by Drake called Controller. And it's not controller. Like, it's not ER. It ends with M. Yeah. And it's so like... Is, he, is it the same word he's referring to? I don't... Who knows? <laughs> um, but, like, you see it and you hear it and it sounds... Like, in the song, it sounds like, you know, you would make an ER sound like an A in a song. Controller. To, yeah. kind, of, to kind of, you know, make the melody go or whatever. But last yeah. night during the Raptors game... Uh, when the woman who speaks, um, she, you know, she comes on the jumbotron and stuff between the whistles or like during com- during commercial breaks. Yeah. She, she like everybody five minutes of madness and like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, she was introducing uh, like the Raptors dance crew, and she was saying here to perform a remix of Drake's Controla, like the Raptors dance crew, yeah. and it was just <laughs> hearing it not in the song. The first thing you th- the first thing you think to yourself is like she doesn't know how to pronounce that word or like she int- because yeah I don't I don't think of saying a word you would it's say like, like here uh, here perform Drake's song controller but then I was realizing <laughs> I'm like that's the wrong answer also like she was yeah. she said the right answer it just sounded yeah. funny well, you know it's it's the artist's integrity on the line here and uh, and and ever since that moment somewhere in the first quarter. <laughs> The song's been in my head, at least, and I've just kind of, but not really the song, just the chorus of the controller, controller. Well, can't say I know that one, but it was uh, on, uh, it was on views. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, riding dirty. There's no G in riding. It's riding dirty. (laughs) And there's countless other examples. Here, here, here to perform the smash hit, riding dirty. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Who was riding dirty? Uh, Chameleon Air. Chameleon Air was riding dirty. Yeah, I don't God. know. What, I don't know what else he's done. Goddamn. Yeah, white and nerdy. White and nerdy. If you want to talk about us, yeah. If, if you want to talk about songs, who I know the words to. <laughs> that is a well put together. Song. I mean, Weird Al's a great list. Weird Al in general is all uh, is all great, Mike. You know what? So like, uh, I subscribe to Stitcher Premium. It's a podcast network. Stitcher. Stitcher. Is that the one that tried to... Do you remember that we got that email a random while ago from some? No, 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 no. Stitcher is like a, like they pay you to create oh, content so kind gotta, of thing, right? It's, be- it's, it's like a Netflix of... Yeah. Anyways, I have the thing. And um, so Weird Al is on there. Uh, last year, he did a tour of America. Yeah, and- buddy. My buddy saw him. Your buddy saw him. There you go. And he each each like set was recorded and he put on Stitcher Premium for anyone to listen to. But the fun thing is, get this, every set was different. Like every single show was a different yeah. different songs, yeah. different order of stuff too. Yeah. So some ways that's good, but my buddy I was talking to, I'm like, Oh, did he play this? Did he play this? And he's like, Nope, nope, nope. So I he, guess it depends on what show you went to. He missed out on a lot of tracks. <laughs> see, that's see, but that show format to me is the ideal like if you have that one let's say Weird Al's your one band that you love every single yeah, song. You've seen a dozen times. And no matter what they play, it's gonna be sick and you'll know it. Like to me, that would be if Blink one eighty two did a hey, you you don't know what we're gonna play. Cause now yeah. and I've seen Blink Six or seven times now. Yeah, you know and they they always play the singles. You always know they're gonna hear. You those. know what they're gonna play, and then there's gonna be a couple 
Yeah. Like, like two three quarters of the set is the the, the ones everyone knows. Yeah, everyone pretty knows much two songs, <laughs> two songs a show are they'll play and I'm like, huh, deep deep pull, that was fun. Deep cut. Like, hey, remember Dude Ranch? We're going way back. Yeah, I, last time I saw Blink, they did a in the summer with Zach, they did a an acoustic version of Wasting Time, which is on Cheshire Cat. And it's just hmm. like one of those. I never thought I'd hear that song live. And they and Mark Hoppus was playing it and singing it. And I'm like, that's yeah. a that, sweet pull. And it's if, funny. Uh, there's a, there's one site I forget what it's called, but it's like a database of all concerts and set lists, and you can like see. There's like out of yes. every artist, there's always like two or three songs that they've never played live. You're like, hmm. Yes, I, I I I do remember looking at such a website before I saw Paul McCartney at Bonnaroo. Yeah, because I do remember being so excited about what is he gonna play, and then finding like yeah. what he what he played the week before at another huge show, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, we're gonna get banger, ba- and of course yeah. it's a Paul McCartney concert, so all you get is bangers. <laughs> none and of if, this, uh, none of this weird sleeping in John Lennon <laughs> bullsniz. No, you're just getting a pop song after pop song after pop song. Does he still play uh, like Beatles and Wings? That's and all. Yeah, like that's that? all he's got. Okay, so oh. picture well, all. No, they're so, so they're solo McCartney. Stuff, of course, of course. Yeah, he plays uh, Amazed. He does play that oh, song. Okay. But, okay, so picture all the good songs on Band on the Run. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Albert. Mm. He'll play Uncle Albert for sure. <laughs> that one was a banger. And then all the good Beatles songs that he wrote. Because he yeah. can't, because nothing that John sings. So it's only I was going to say, yeah. So it's so stuff a, that he sings. Any, like, dual part songs, like uh, Day in the Life? or. Uh, you know what? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I don't remember exactly what. Yeah. But but yeah, it's all like you know. But you're getting the you're getting the obladi obladas. You're getting the back in the USSRs. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, you told me when you saw the Blink concert when they played uh, "I Miss You." They just let the crowd do Tom's part. Yeah, and they did. It's that. so iconic. It's like how can you? How yeah, can and you? and they did that again. I, I was watching a live video they did for like iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. and they did the exact same thing, uh, which yeah. I think is the right way to do it. Yeah. Because it doesn't I mean, it doesn't force Matt Skiba to be over the top Tom. No, and everybody in the crowd knows every word to that part. Oh well, I think <laughs> ideally so. everybody knows the word all the words to that song. I think oh, that's yeah. one of those songs. But I mean, like especially. Yeah, that is like one of the yeah that everything when Tom comes in, everyone does there. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is like kind of heard the song a few times, and I think if you're yeah. our age, it's so ingrained in you. Oh yeah. Add it's a little whiny like, it, inflection for the exactly. It's like anybody <laughs> hearing "Lose Yourself" and then up into the snap, uh, jump back to reality. Uh, snap oh, back yeah. to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. But like uh, up until that point, yeah, everybody knows, knows what's going on. But after mm-hmm. that, nobody knows what's going on. Just like Mambo Number Five, everyone knows the beginning. The one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> on the house, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. I don't even remember the women from that song. A little, trumpet, yeah, trumpet. <laughs> okay, so it's a little, uh, a little bit of Erica, a little bit of Monica, Monica, in my life, a, a little, little bit, bit of Erica. Erica by my side, a little bit of Tina's All I Need, a little bit of Rita, Rita's All yeah. I See, a little bit of Sandra in the Sun, a little bit of Mary, Mary. All Night all Long, night. a little bit of Jessica. Here I am. Yeah. See? That's not bad. A little bit of you makes me your man. I got it. I still got it. <laughs> That's the thing. You write a banger like that, uh, Lou Vega still making money. You're writing bangers. You know all the words to you a know, mic. Every wedding you go to, uh, karaoke bar, he's still there. He still has a present. Lou Lou Vega is still out there. The trumpet. The trumpet. 
<laughs> he loves that. The trumpet. Yeah, I'm pretty oh sure all, a lot of that wasn't even the trumpet. Those notes that it hits are too low to be a trumpet. I'm, yeah, there's probably a lot of synthes in there. Oh my God, Mike, I'm so fired yeah, up yeah. after hit after hitting that hot <laughs> chorus. That was hot. Yes. We're coming into this show hot, Mike. Let's just kick it off because we know we know what we're listening to. Oh, you kicked it. You're listening yeah. to Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. More 90s. This is, the only, <laughs> this is the only wrestling podcast online <laughs> on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. The only one that you can find, which is hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Um, uh, on the other line, there, you know, uh, we just we had our show earlier on the week. We haven't uh, we've been skimping out on Wednesday nights. It's yeah, it's you know, life back and forth. Our schedules haven't always lined up nicely, but this week we're we're giving you the two parter. And yeah, so this this week we actually get to go back to Wednesday night where we had, uh, I guess, the final of our our revolution steps. Yeah, so yeah, uh, still another this, show. All, yeah, yeah, we got it all coming up. We got it all coming up. But Mike, before we actually do the Wednesday night wars, let's kick off with the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Uh, this one was great. There was a uh, there was a lot going on this week actually on Twitter. Uh, someone drew uh, someone drew a penis outside of, uh, like uh, or someone like spray painted a penis on the sidewalk outside of Kevin Owens's house. <laughs> but it kind of looks like a it looks like a mouse. Like he th- he he plays it off like it looks like a mouse, uh, yeah. but it's clearly a penis. Here's a quick story. Just for while we're on the topic of penis graffiti, perfect. Uh, I remember being a young little boy. My father took me fishing. You know, a nice father and son trip. Of course, he knew a, he knew a great spot under this bridge near a lake or something. So we go there and we're under the bridge. We're fishing and I look over and there's this graffiti, the whole fucking wall of a man holding a large penis in his hand. <laughs> And some sort of liquid coming out. And I was too young to quite get it, but I just I knew something was going on there. And we just awkwardly were fishing with this giant we were just fishing. This giant <laughs> Your dad didn't like you guys didn't move? I didn't think I, I didn't ask about it. We just kind of kept fishing, but I knew there was something. I knew that I knew I was young, but I knew he wasn't peeing. I knew that much. You know what? You should uh you should ask your father that. Oh God! You should ask for like, that now. My dad, uh, yeah. my dad and I have a moment like that. We went away on vacation to West Edmonton Mall, and there was this store that sold like, uh, you know, kind of like little. Uh, they would sell like, uh, like novelty items. Novelty items, yeah. right? Like among- the it store we used to have. Yeah, it's kind of like the it store, right? Laser pointers. They yeah. had little dragon figurines and all these sorts of things, and we thought it was the coolest store. We bought these little laser pointers from there, and then it wasn't until it was called Millennium Two Thousand. I definitely remember that. Ah. And it wasn't until uh, like uh, just a couple years ago, just bringing up memories of the trip, where both my parents told me like, "Yeah, that was a bong shop." A bong. Like shop. apparently, <laughs> they, like yeah, the walls were just like lined with bongs. They're like all the T-shirts were like Bob Marley or Weed <laughs> Leafs or you know the big uh, Scarface flags. You know, oh, like yeah. like, yeah. like a place like that, kind of like a Spencer's, I guess. Um, yep. And apparently that was the place, and we were like ten years old, and we had no clue. Uh, <laughs> we we were so oblivious to it all. But you should ask your dad about that because. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was only like I think six years old or something. exactly. You're six, but you're like, Dad, I remember this. What, is my memory <laughs> right? Because maybe he, maybe you know, who knows, who knows what happens. Anyways, yeah. Uh, anyways, the tweet of the week uh, isn't penis related. <laughs> so, the tweet of the week sucked. comes uh, shortly after Takeover Portland. Of course, the king, uh, the king of the bros, 
Matt Riddle uh, tweeted out, Bros, stallions, broserweights, and champions. And a nice photo of the two of them celebrating. And our Tweet of the Week champion, the Rand Man, Randy Orton, it seemed like this was the opportunity for him to get involved. <laughs> uh, when he responded to, in like the quote tweet to Matt Riddle by saying, hated you, now I get it, good luck, also fuck off. <laughs> so he likes him. Hey, like, I think that's Randy Orton speak for... Yeah, it's like, you're a little shit, but you're cool. You're a little shit, but you're cool. I mean, uh, <laughs> not many people not many people in the main roster are starting shit with uh, Brock Lesnar. I'll give him that. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Yeah, he's starting shit with Lesnar, Goldberg. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a uh, fuck about that. So yeah, um, for, for all of those reasons, you're the Tweet of the League champion. Um, now the tied for the high, most reigned champion Ooh. of all times, t- tying uh, pretty boy Seth Rollins, the Messiah. But for opposite reasons. For opposite reasons, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Seth, I think he's cooled down a bit on the the Twitter the last six months or so. Yeah, he's been, he's been off. He's been off, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, and there's your Tweet of the Champion, folks. Let's move right along, you know, because we said like we promised. We're bringing you Wednesday. We're bringing you Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, yes. Let's kick off on the TNT side of the world with the AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Live from Hotlanta. Hotlanta, baby. Steel cage match. Oh, Ward yeah, low. Been hyping that thing for a month or so now. Uh, it, is Wardlow still the guy who, uh, like, the first promo we saw him, he was beating people up in a parking lot or something? Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, same guy. Okay, I, I, just, yeah. I just kind of put first those two match. things together. Yeah, yeah, he was just there, and then we didn't know what he was going to do, and he ended, uh, he ended up being MJF's bodyguard. And, you know, and, uh, yeah, so this was the first match, and I'll be on underwhelmed by his ring attire. I yeah, just wasn't it was what kinda... I was picturing, but we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I thought he was just kind of. I, I was know, like, I pictured... "Huh, you you look so he looks like he looks like Rhino out there." Yeah. Did you get a Rhino? Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. That's a lot. We got lost. <laughs> we'll get to that. But the show is opening up with a hot uh, battle royal for the tag division. The stacked tag division. Yeah. So we've had a men's royal, we've had a women's royal, and then we've got our first ever tag team battle royal. Perfect. Uh, and the the rules in this one, sometimes one guy and the team's out, but for this one, both members have to be eliminated. So uh, you got a fighting chance. Uh, and Dark Order, of course, is at the ringside watching as their members Reynolds and Silver are participating in this match. Right. And is this uh, is this for a number one contendership? Is that a thing? Yeah. So winner gets the shot at Revolution. So Which is next week. Next, so a week from tonight. Okay, so we still we still have this, like this week is the go home show. Yeah, so we we can, we can preview the pay per view next episode. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So during the match here, you know, uh, yeah, Dark Order is still taunting SCU. They're like, "Hey, where's Daniels? He's not here. The Exalted One's coming." Uh, and this distraction gets SCU eliminated. So that was their storyline. Uh, Santana and Ortiz, they were in the match, but they waited until like halfway through to actually enter the ring. So smart strategy by them. <laughs> Why isn't everybody else doing this? Oh. Yeah. yeah, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, everyone, they were the baby, probably the crowd favorites of the match. Them mm-hmm. and the Bucks, everyone loves them. Uh, yeah, Nick Jackson, he goes on a bit of a run, but he gets eliminated by Butcher and Blade. So like halfway through the match, Matt's on his own here. 
And uh, there was one funny part. It was uh, the private party guy, Cassidy, not Quinn, the other guy. He just did this running strike and he just screamed like a girl, like, ah! <laughs> high pitched. Do you remember that part? I was wondering who was yeah. screaming. <laughs> he just, well, he was I like, was like, ah! wait, there's no way. There's no way it's this guy, right? It was. I went back. It was Apparently, Cassidy. yeah. Uh, so they got eliminated. They're doing their shit. Uh, Sammy Guevara's there on the outside, causing trouble, interfering. He gets Jungle Boy eliminated. And then the, everyone teams up on Luchasaurus, gets rid of him. Uh, yeah, eventually uh, the best friends are in there. One of them's about to get eliminated, but then Orange Cassidy comes out. Or he just kind of pops out from under the ring, I guess, right? Saves his buddy. Must have been right? hiding there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's happy to see Orange Cassidy. Uh, eventually, the uh, final three comes down to Jackson against Santana or Ortiz. Guevara's causing shit, interfering. They hit the street sweeper. They toss Matt over, and then they turn around thinking they've won before he even hit the floor. So he hangs on, gets back in, super kicks Ortiz. Sammy Guevara jumps in the ring and gets killed. He just got by the murdered. Yeah, that was huge. <laughs> that was huge. I, 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 had, I had to rewatch that one. Yeah, it's uh, I had to rewatch connected that one. the way he landed. He just fell Ooh, back dead. It was Jesus crazy. Christ, yeah. Yeah, so he's dead. And then Matt finally clotheslines Santana over the top to eliminate him and win the Battle Royal. So what a great showing by Matt on his own here. And, of course, that sets up uh, the interesting battle. The Bucks versus Omega Page, maybe. Yeah. Well, not but, not, uh, not even we maybe. Don't know yet. We not don't know even yet. maybe, well, but that's... No spoilers. There's that, a title match later in this show. That's a good point. That is so, a good point. Uh, but, no, anyone that's listening has probably already seen it. <laughs> Just like they've seen this next match, Shanna taking on Chris Statlander. With uh, Britt Baker match. on commentary. Don't forget, yeah, uh, don't Britt, forget Britt Baker yeah, on commentary. She's, she's healing it up there. Uh, yeah, good match. Statlander gets a convincing win with her Big Bang Theory. Still one of one of my favorite finishers in the business right now. Looks yeah, dangerous little, every time. That little pile driver thing that she does. It's like a tombstone, but she doesn't even... Oh, it's, I love it. Yeah, this was uh, this this was great. They've kind of... Uh, it seems like the women's division, the past two weeks, three weeks maybe, it's shifted yeah. a little bit. I like this. Build Statlander. I think Statlander's future champion, future yeah. baby. Yeah, she's so, got it. Yeah, you know Nyla Rose. She can carry it for a little bit. Uh, you got, yeah, Statlander, Sheeta in the wings. Uh, Britt Baker. She wants to do something. So. so things are looking up for the women's division. Certainly is. Uh, then yeah, they do a quick interview after her. Tony interviews Nyla Rose. Right, about her. right, 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 yeah. right, right. And then that's when Statlander comes out, and then the big swole comes out as well. So I think one of them are gonna be. Number one contend. I love uh, I love that Tony Schiavone is just turning into like the whipping boy kinda, and he's <laughs> yeah. taking it so well. Uh, it, it, and it's great. It's great though too. Like you, you know, talk shit to your talk shit to the guy interviewing you. It doesn't really matter, but it does make a difference. Yeah, you know, and he's good to yeah, he's a good to play off of like that. Yeah. But let's get the AEW debut. Of Jeff Cobb. Debut. Debut. Taking on John Moxley. And uh, yeah, this match was it was fine. It was going well. Cobb hits a big superplex off the top. But when they land, Moxley holds on to him and cradles him and to get gets the pin, the three count. So a little bit of a not an upset, but just kind of there it is. And yeah. then right after Inner Circle storm in, they beat up Moxley until the lights go out and Darby Allen comes down and starts smacking people with his skateboard. And yeah, but, this uh, setting up who knows what. Yeah, I don't know. But Jeff Cobb, uh, yeah, I like I don't that know. there are people in the back who, um, like, just kind of you know, Darby Allen doesn't have to do anything for Moxley. He just doesn't like that people are causing shit. 
Yeah. That's that's one thing that always gets me when there's like so last week the Matt Hardy beatdown. Mm-hmm. Where are all of the faces in the locker room <laughs> stopping Randy Orton? You know, because it's one thing when like there's no ref or there's no paramedics or something, but you think there'd be somebody else nice back there who'd be like, "Hey, Randy Orton, stop just chairing this guy's head." Yeah, you would. I don't uh, know. I, I, yeah, that. yeah. You just have somebody come out to stop it if you need to stop the <laughs> segment. Just be like, "Hey, yeah. I'm a good. I, I don't like what you're doing." Smash. Yeah, that's just the way it is. That's just the way Darby Allen rolls, too. Literally. Literally. Huge pop. <laughs> uh, yes, let's get to that tag team title match, though. We got uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page taking on the Lucha Brothers for those tag titles there. You know, crowd's hot. Hot for this one. It's a hot match. Of course. Uh, cowboy shit. Everyone's chanting. We all love it. <laughs> you know what you're going to get here. Ray Phoenix continues just doing unreal shit, just running on the ropes, jumping, bouncing, fucking <laughs> giving no, one to the other. No regard for yeah. his health. Uh, we get that spot again where Kenny's holding Phoenix. Paige goes for the buckshot, but Phoenix ducks. He nails Kenny. Kenny hit or Pentagon hits a Penta driver, but Kenny kicks out it too. So crowd's going nuts. Big near fault. <clears throat> uh, eventually, Paige tags in and they hit that V trigger buckshot combo to pick up the win and retain their titles. So we will get. The battle of the Bucks versus Page and Omega. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, so that's a fun story. You know, it's going to be good. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, this Adam Hagman Page. I don't know. I don't know. Is he to be trusted? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But uh, yeah, the Bucks, they come out. Is Kenny leave. to be trusted? Well, Kenny, yeah, he keeps leaving with the Bucks and then Page just kind of goes off on his own, drinks some beers. I don't know. It's well, we're it's all, we're three, all We're all leading up to the intervention, like Adam Hagman Page's intervention. Yeah, that's so. that's the ultimate end of the <laughs> angles. That that's the that's that's the main event. The well, it's uh, got to get to a point where he's got like a beer in the corner and he's going over to sip it during his match. Yeah, I think it has to be something like. And then the, the stipulation <laughs> is, if you lose, you have to quit drinking. <laughs> something like that. If bro, bro, oh, oh. <laughs> bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's a yeah, it's a table. It's so it's a tables, ladders, and kegs match. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else? What else? What else? Uh, what else? What else can we do? Yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll get back to the tables, ladders, and kegs match. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. They showed a quick teaser for the uh, AEW action figure line, so it's kind of nice. Good for them. Way to go! Nothing, yeah. nothing says success like an action figure. Yeah, still waiting for the the video game. That'll be fun when that comes out. If yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Would you Would you buy it, Mike? Would you try it out? <laughs> yeah, I'd buy it uh, depending on the price. Do you um? Because yeah, have you ever played those two K games? Because they're terrible. Yeah, it's a few years ago I got one and I got another. <laughs> yeah, the N sixty four ones are still better than that. So. So the hope is AEW. Hope is that yeah. A, yeah, they AEW could make one you know, better. Create their own engine and everything. So we'll see. That Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, let's get to this main event here. We've been we've been waiting for this for a month or so, a long time. But uh, yeah, Cody taking on Wardlow in a steel cage match, first ever cage match in AEW. So uh, yeah, you know, we got the look of the cage, your standard chain link fence, but it looked to be a few feet taller than the WWE cage. Yeah, it looked pretty damn big. 
and yeah, there was, it was tall. And I, it was like the, the the what do you call it? I don't know, like more structure to it around the top part, so you can like stand on it and stuff. Yep, yep. There was some truss up there. That's the word. Uh, and uh, yeah. there was like it, it didn't come straight down to the ring. Or like the ring yeah. post either it was like yeah it was went all the way to the floor all the way to which the floor. was kind of came in uh, and as they mentioned escaping the cage is irrelevant in the AEW rules you can only win by pin or submission in the cage good old fashioned way whose idea was it to make escape a thing uh, I don't know do do we think along do, the, do we think we could the nerds could track it back it was before I think it was probably like NWA or something or. Like I guess yeah, pre WWF. May- so do we do we think the cage match always had the door as a, like a caveat, or do, you th- do we think they added it in somewhere and then just kind of stuck? Yeah, they added it in somewhere. Yeah, along the line they have had cage matches where they specify like you cannot escape and things like that. Right, right, right. I wonder. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as you said, the thing's not fully attached, so at times you know Cody gets like thrown into the cage and the kind of like flops out and he gets stuck between the ring and the cage and. Uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he early on he starts bleeding. I'm pretty sure he bladed him. Oh, uh, he's got to stop doing that. <laughs> it looks great though. That it looks hair. Well, of course it looks great, and yeah. I we rally behind him. And Cody's <laughs> the biggest baby face on the planet, but yeah. he's got to stop doing that. Once every couple months he does it. Okay. Well, be, okay. The other well, two. The other. Okay. Was the second one when he went face first onto the ramp? Was that an accident yeah. also? That was. Yeah. He didn't. I mean. Yeah, he bled the hard way on that one. And but and it was, and the, I guess it was the same on the chair shot uh, from hell. Sean Spears, yeah. So, I mean, he's bled a lot accidentally, but yeah, this one. That's a good point, actually. I think two of the did he bleed? Who bled? Dustin bled. Dustin in that bled match. all over. The, yeah, that was a blade job. That was a blade. Uh, <laughs> those boys, those Rhodes boys, said no. <laughs> but no, <laughs> it was good. It was great. Uh, this one wasn't nearly as bad as Dustin's. You know, it wasn't pouring out. It was. It was a good. A good crimson mask going on there. Good crimson mask, kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eventually, uh, yeah, Cody's in control. Lower Wardlow hits a low blow, but there's no DQ in a cage. And then Wardlow hits a move, which they call the F10. Yeah. Which was, it was an F5, but he just throws you? He did like a like, full extra spin before he releases the And I, I don't think he fell back. He just kind of like Yeah, he just did dropped it. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. It's funny, though. I like that they call it the F10. Kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, Wardlow, he doesn't go for the cover there. He just throws Cody around some more into the cage. Uh, MJF and Arn Anderson are on the outside. And uh, yeah, at one point the cage door gets uh, thrown, it breaks open or something. So Cody's kind of there and MJF wants Arn to slam the cage on Cody. But he swings it into MJF's face instead. So uh, and then back in the ring, or MJF recovers and he hands Wardlow the diamond ring to put on. But Cody kicks him in the balls, puts the ring on himself. Nails uh, or MJF starts climbing the cage, so Brandy nails him with a chair. Uh, so back in the ring, Cody clocks Wardlow with the diamond fist. He hits the crossroads, but Wardlow kicks out at two. So Cody looks up to the skies, to the top of the cage. He climbs up, and without even looking behind him, he just fucking hits a ballsy, huge diving moonsault off the top of that cage, and he picks up the win. So a great finish, crazy move. Cody's a hero. We all love him. And the the many camera angles of this moonsault were great, especially the direct overhead yeah. bird's eye shot. They were they were ready for it. They were oh, yeah. they were ready for that shot. Yeah. He's done that like twice before, moonsault off a cage, but still. Oh really? 
Yeah, he did it once and once or twice in WWE. Oh, that's cool. But like I said, this is like two feet higher. So. Wow, it was so. <laughs> and he gets the win. He got. I guess yeah. he. Uh, so it's all all three of the stipulations. Yes, he's passed the test. He will get that match with MJF. Or I guess technically that for the first you can't touch me stipulation. I guess technically runs all the way up until. Yeah, imagine on Wednesday if he blew it after all this. You know. <laughs> That'd be awful. And then it means nothing. Yeah, he's just, uh, that's what Cody does. Cody goes out and he puts on a match that we love. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so that was great. He climbs the top and celebrates to close the show, so everyone's happy. And, uh, yeah, Wardlow, the attire wasn't so great, but his wrestling was fine. Yeah, he was out there looking like Rhino. See, I really, uh, that's what I couldn't get behind. Uh, really, it's the same reason why I can't get past, uh, what are their fucking names? Tag Division, Jack Evans and Angelico. Oh, Angelico, yeah. It just yeah. looks, it, it's too much on the eye, it's too much, and then I can't get past it. You know what it is? It's Survivor Series, uh, elimination tag style. Like, I can't get into it when Triple H is wearing a red t-shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we well, know, the, we yeah. know who you are. You don't have to. I think this year they just kind of like made their got rid of that apparel. Year, it was like some were blue and then some was red. But yeah. like, do you remember? Some of them didn't do anything. You remember those? It's like, why is AJ Styles wearing a shirt right now? That's the weird yeah. part. Yeah. I can't do it. Uh, can't do it, Mike. No. Well, we're not doing it. We can't do it. We're not doing it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Because I need my clearly defined what people are wearing to mean what thing, right? So Triple <laughs> H comes up in a suit. Is yeah. he gonna wrestle? No, but he could. He could hit you with a move. So watch out. Well, I he, mean, some guy, Randy he, Orton, always wears the same shit. No, because no, I think when Randy Orton had, because he doesn't wrestle it with his vest thing, but he can still hit an RKO. Oh, oh exactly. Now. No, you see him in that vest thing. You're like, okay, I gotta watch out because he might hit me with a move. <laughs> but he's not ready to, you know, to put on a match right now. If he's ready for a match, he's gonna take that little thing off. Well. Yeah, but yeah. he wears it down to the ring for a match. Yeah, no, but no, it's all it's all about the interpretation, right? It's all about the uh, <laughs> see exactly, right? You see Triple H with jeans and a T-shirt. You're like, okay, this is a little more than just yeah. He's he's gonna rough me up, or we're gonna be good, you know. So you got to play that. I think you got to get in the mind games of something like that. I see AJ Styles in a shirt. I'm like, I don't know. He's gonna fucking stand there with a shirt on, like. Uh... You're not as hot about this as I am, Mike. I mean, which is, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm surprised. You're bringing up things that happened like a year and a half ago. <laughs> well, these are still right these things are still happening, baby. <laughs> these things are yeah. still happening. Okay, I don't know. Right now, I'm not concerned about. It. You're not concerned about it? <laughs> oh my god, I'm thinking about it every week. In the present, I don't know. Yeah, if it's not happening at the moment, it's not bothering me. Oh my god. Oh my god. You got you got to pay attention more to what people are wearing all the like at any time. I do. I can't <laughs> You know, when they're backstage, that's going to tell you a lot. When they're making their way down to the ring. When they're in the ring, you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> no, I know. I understand. Yeah, you get it. You get it, kind of. Yeah. I get it all the way. I thought you'd be I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to like it. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go to NXT. NXT. But what does it mean? But I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. NXT, Undisputed Era. They come out to start the show here, and Adam Cole is just bragging about beating Ciampa at TakeOver. And then Roddy goes to speak, but the dream interrupts. Just kind of speaking from the heavens. Just kind of 
his voice is just over the thing, the speakers, and something on the TV screen. I don't know. But uh, he says, Roddy, tonight, prove yourself. Leave your boys at home and prove you can be a man for Marina. So Roddy gets pissed and cuts a promo, and they'll have a match later. We'll get that match a little bit later. Is this Vel- Velveteen's first match back? He didn't. He didn't. Do, yeah. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll get to that. But we got a cruiserweight championship match here. Jordan Devlin visiting us from the UK, taking on Leo Rush. Uh, yeah. Good. Good. Good match. Good fast pace. You know, Leo. At one point, he hits a poison rana off the top rope, followed by a springboard stunner, and he thinks he's got the match won. But Devlin gets a foot on the rope. And then Devlin fights back, hits a big headbutt, followed by the Devlin side to get the win and retain his title. Is that what they call that thing? Did you say? Did you say? Apparently. Did you say Devlin slide? Is that what you said? Side. Side. So Devlin side, whatever that means. What? <laughs> whatever that. Whatever that means. He got it, and he did it. <laughs> who's who's coming yeah. up with? Who's coming up with these names? I don't know. Uh, but then backstage, William Regal approaches Dakota Kai. And tells her she will face Tegan Knox in a cage in two weeks. So that might be uh, the first cage match on NXT television, at least. Right, first women's cage match. I don't know. Could be. But the, yeah. Their feud continues. Continues on. That fucking, what's her name? That, that whatever her name was. Yeah. Yeah. So the cage allegedly will keep her out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll okay, see. well, because there's that door. I'm telling you. <laughs> They need to be but, in the cage and then have it then have it descend upon them. Like take the door out of it altogether. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Isn't they got a Punjabi prison? This thing. <laughs> uh, then Austin Theory comes out here. He's supposed to have a match, but Champa just comes out, interrupts him, cuts a promo, and he's like, you know, everyone wants to know why Johnny, why, and he knows why. But uh, then Austin Theory tries to attack Champa, and he just kind of clocks him, swats him away. So that was it for them. Yeah, poor new guy just getting fucking <laughs> yeah, jobbed didn't out. Didn't didn't this guy just come over like a couple weeks ago or something? We just yeah, heard of all poor uh, guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh then Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild taking on the Grizzled Young Vets here. And uh yeah, the Grizzled Young Vets, just another pretty decisive victory for them after hitting their ticket to mayhem. These are the guys from the UK, right? Yeah, Drake and Gibson. Drake and Gibson. So maybe they're uh, maybe they're new main roster NXT guys. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Oh, they got a win here, so maybe. Yeah, uh, and the Broser weights come out to cut a promo and celebrate their tag title win, uh, but the Broser mobile was not there because Pete Dunne said it had to be impounded, and also absent was the Dusty Cup. Which uh, Matt Riddle says, uh, you know, it party too hard and failed the wellness policy. <laughs> so the, the cup is suspended for 30 days. No, it's funny. Uh, and then they get a match, Riddle and Dunn, taking on uh, Lorcan and Birch. You know, another uh, quick, nice win for the Broserweights. You know what I've just thought about this wellness policy <laughs> thing? Like, how has Matt Riddle not been suspended yet? I don't think marijuana's. Uh, so what's you know, Andrade been doing? Uh, I don't know. So, uh, that's that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm thinking. Because you would think by now, any drug test would have come positive that Matt Riddle is just baked all the time. Yeah. Even back in the day, you, they would never suspend for weed. It would just be like a fine. You just pay your weed. So fine what's Andrade doing? That's that's why. Uh, Adderall. I don't know. 
Snort, that's what the, snorting lines of Adderall. That's what the rumors are that Roman Reigns' suspension was for. Some Addy. Why is that? Uh, they never. They, they don't have to tell you why they're suspended. They just no, no, you. but it's not like uh, it's like a prescription drug uh, that you can buy, I mean, right? It can it's be. for like OCD or something. Uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, it can be abused, much like Percocets, any of those things. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, Mike, the uh, opioid abuse in this country, uh, it's gone too far. <laughs> well, not our country, the other country. I think also, I mean, I don't know I don't know the stats or anything, but I'd say most people, I, I bet it's also a problem here. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. People are, people are dying. I bet people are dying. The president's lying. What song's that? How are you? I don't know. I'm just making. What weird Al? What weird Al song is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One of his original. He he writes original. He does have some original music. Yeah, that's not like a parody of songs and uh, like uh, Albuquerque. Yeah, that is an original song. We know way and, way back uh, when I was just a little itty bitty boy. <laughs> horoscope is that an original one too? I don't think I know that song. That's your horoscope for today. You'll know it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for today. <laughs> today. <laughs> for today. You know. Love Weirdo. I guess there are a couple. There would be a couple. He's got a couple. Uh, he's, he's, got, couple. he's got a couple. Yeah. Albuquerque. That's that's like a 10-minute song. Isn't oh, it? that's a, yeah, that's that's a banger. That's his free bird. That's, <laughs> that's his free bird, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's move on here. We got the, the, the glorious, not Bobby Roode, the Baskin is glorious. <laughs> Keith Lee taking on Kona Reeves. Uh, just another squash for Lee after hitting that BBC, which is funny. That that's uh, the Big Bang catastrophe. Oh, they 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 know it. They know what they know. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but after the match, Dijakovic comes out. He's like, you know, Keith, I'm sorry, but I'm not ready to move on yet. I had you beat, but my back gave out and I couldn't lift you up for that thing. So Lee just claps back at him. He's like, excuses. You know I'm always up for a challenge, though, so if you can talk Regal into it, we can fight forever. So, who knows? Maybe we will get, uh, get another one. Yeah, we need something to happen. Uh, what? They have a, they'll have they have a takeover for Mania, right? Yeah, so I guess they got uh, however long that is, 40 days, something like that. Yeah, 40 days uh, and only two hours a week to kill. You know, so it's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what the. I don't think that'll be the pay per view match. So maybe I don't know. Yeah, Dijakovic, he's sticking around. Definitely. But then we go to some women's action. Caden Carter taking on Chelsea Green of Robert Stone brand. And uh, yeah, of course, during the match, Green's in control when Bianca Belair just comes out in the middle of everything and just all uh uh. I know you like that. Uh, she just says, you know, I'm happy for you, and I'm going to let y'all finish. Channel- she channels her inner Kanye there. It was great. But, uh, yeah, she's got something to say so, to Charlotte. Girl, you don't even go here. You put your hands on me, and now I want you here. So she says she's going to whoop Charlotte's flash. Uh, her ass, I mean. Uh, yeah, so, you know, could that uh, lead to Bianca Belair be adding to that WrestleMania match? Maybe. I'd like that. Triple threat. Triple threat. I mean, does it make it busier than it needs to be? Is it a way for Charlotte to not lose? But I see you put Bianca Belair in that match, and for me, that's a way for like Charlotte Flair to not lose, but not win the NFC Championship. Yeah, right. You know, it's kind. It's kind of like that. She would. She would kind of have the same treatment as she did last year in that. 
main event where like Charlotte Flair didn't lose anything, kind of, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. But she, she didn't get pinned, right? Because yeah. I think Mike, although she's my queen and not yours, I think she <laughs> like she's. I think for business, she's huge. Uh, she's she's. Uh, one of I think top. she's as big as Becky Lynch business wise. Uh, I don't know. I'm not seeing many shirts out there for Charlotte in the crowd. You don't think so? If we're talking business. See, because I... Name a Charlotte shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just think, like, anytime I see a promo for Raw, Charlotte Flair's face is also on it. Anytime I see a commercial for Raw, I'm going to see Charlotte Flair. Anytime they're promoing something. You know, like, I see her... That's how WWE sees her. Pardon? That's how WWE wants to portray her, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're Like, her face is on so many things, right? That putting her on any show will make it, I think, like, bigger, Mm-hmm. Right? You want to beat out AEW, put a huge star on it on on your Wednesday night. Uh yeah, I don't know. No, this isn't this isn't resonating uh this isn't resonating with you. Well, what do you mean put her on Wednesday night? Well, yeah, like, because okay, so like you just said, adding Bianca Belair to that three-person thing. It's like, okay, so inevitably Charlotte will be on Wednesday nights more often now. If that's the case, right? If two of the people in her Mania match yeah, is on that until, exactly, so uh, she's going to be on that show more. Yeah. Therefore yeah, shifting ratings, therefore maybe more eyes on NXT than before. Like Possibly. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh but I do think uh, a Becky Lynch appearance would move the needle more, probably. Okay, because Shayna hasn't officially left NXT yet, or uh... no, it's just because Becky's the man and she's more popular. That's all. Oh, you're not saying like she has any business being there? It, no, you, I'm just okay, okay, if you're no, 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 no. I meant, I meant like in a program, like in the you're yeah, invested no, on the product. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, this women's match here. Oh yeah, so they get they Bianca Belair cuts her promo and then they do actually get back to the match. Uh, Chelsea Green hits the unprettier and gets the win. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, Robert Stone was there doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go to this main event here: the grudge match. Roderick Strong taking on the Velveteen Dream. His first match in over five months. So good to have him back here. Uh, yeah, this match, it was a bit slow going at the early on, you know, just kind of, uh, both men feeling each other out. Dream started, he had this, like, sky blue jumpsuit for most <laughs> of the match, but then later on he strips it off to reveal these new tights with Marina's face on his crotch and ass. <laughs> so just more disrespect, and then, uh, Dream climbs up to the top rope, looking for that elbow, but Undisputed Era come out, so he jumps onto them. Springboards back into the ring. Roddy hits his jumping knee, but Dream kicks out at two. And then Dream hits the Dream Valley driver to get the win. But right after, Undisputed Era attack him. And that's how they close the show. Yeah, that's how that's how they close the show. You know, uh, Ro- Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream are like polar opposites. Um, like on their in-ring style. For sure. And it works. Somehow. It's like the other one's pulling all the coolest stuff out of the other person uh, without make, with, when it feels so unpredictable. Yeah. This is, this is not the, yeah, this isn't the first time we've seen these guys either. Like, it was the same thing before Velveteen Dream was even out. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, yeah, Roddy was the one to get the title off him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. 
Uh, yeah, it's interesting that Dream's kind of doing all these heel tactics, but he's still, you know, everyone loves the Dream. Yeah, when ca- when <laughs> so. ca- when char- when when a character is too when it, when a character like what did is Marina do enough, in all this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, can we ask her opinion where she feels being thrown into this thing? Yeah, when a yeah. character is cool enough, I think it's like it doesn't matter what you do, fans love you. Mm-hmm. I think it's like yeah. a. You know, even if the fiend, you know, like an eat, like the, you know, kind of like a Bray Wyatt fiend, it really doesn't matter what he does. We like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. Or uh, the dream, he's just so. It's just the way he carries himself. Exactly. So, uh, we like him. Doesn't matter what he does, you know. Uh, <laughs> and especially yeah. when you when you are up against the top heel faction out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's you, on his own. He's got no allies. Exactly. He's you're just, gonna you're gonna you're gonna appear well like you have good intentions, even though yeah, you might you might not. He's, <laughs> he's, trying be, he's trying to be a home wrecker when yeah, Roddy never really did that much to him. Who knows? Yeah, you know, because uh, Marina hasn't been on. We haven't seen her. She hasn't said anything about this. No, yeah, they also the haven't ruins. done the glimpse into their home life or anything. Yeah, which I'm sure it's got to be coming at some point. Anytime there's an on-screen couple thing, we go we get cameras in their house maybe you know exactly right like we find out like velveteen dream has this big secret and it turns out that like uh velveteen and marina were like prom dates and they had a love child (laughs) no oh no 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 i didn't mean anything it wasn't anything weird like that just like they were prom dates and that like something again it's it's velveteen dream it has to be soft (laughs) you know but just but just spicy enough yeah you know because what happens on what happens on prom night exactly but you know they don't have a kid or anything. You know this was it was, was, was twenty years ago. But you know, okay, uh, twenty years ago. Dreams like twenty three. Oh yeah, he's only twenty three years old. I know, isn't that crazy? Fuck, man. Look at him. Yeah, what a He's cool the whole world ahead of what him. What a cool kid. What a cool kid. And that was the main event. That was the Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Glad to have you back, Dream. Glad to have you back. Let's uh, let's take uh, a little bit of a break, shall we? Yes. Then we'll come back. And uh, do a new segment. We've got a new segment. If you stick around after the break, we'll be back. And you can hear it live. Shoot Brothers. Listen. Mike, Mike, you're good on your side. I'm good on my side. Yes, we got a new game show for you folks. Ooh, new segments. New seg called Would You Rather? Where we will pose questions to one another. And uh, you have, you must pick a side. There are no alternatives. Okay. Uh, So, yes, I I have five scenarios here for you. And I, uh... Would you rather? I have zero, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said you had something. I didn't know. I, I don't have anything. I thought I thought oh, okay. this was your thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I thought. Okay, never mind. No, that's good. That's fine. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I know, I didn't know what this was until. No, no, no. That's fine. I was confused by the messaging. I thought you meant you. It doesn't matter because you can come up with some of your own anytime you like. Oh but for God. now, you'll be playing. Okay. This week, you'll be playing. So I got five questions for you. Okay. How about I'll do I'll do the same ones, but I'll just turn them on you. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll give you my answer. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first question: Would you rather Lana beats Becky for the Raw Women's Title, 
or Baron Corbin beats the Fiend for the Universal Title. Ooh, this is uh, this is this is one of those classic, uh, uh, which you know, classic two <laughs> bad things that you want happening. Yeah. Um, okay. I think Lana beating Becky would be crazy. I think there would be nothing. That gap between no wrestling talent and wrestling talent, that gap is so huge that Becky that Becky losing to Lana would be insane. Where at least like I bet Baron Corbin beat Bray Wyatt a couple times. Like I diff, different person, a different 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 character of course, but like their skill in wrestling is way closer. Yeah, Baron Corbin's a cock. But <laughs> he's still out there. I'm actually. Uh, I think I... it would be insane if Lana beat Becky. <laughs> I'd rather. I'd rather. Uh, I'd rather Lana beat Becky. That'd be. You'd rather Lana beat. Becky. That'd be fucked. That'd be the craziest yeah, so, uh, booking decision ever. And, uh, and, I, and I agree. I, I'd see it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just for like the heat. The the heat. The, it would be. <laughs> so hot and i don't know what i like yeah. we would see one of the craziest things that ever happened in professional wrestling we might see garbage thrown into the ring again. <laughs> we might see wait was there was there a, was there a stipulation here where it ha was happening at wrestlemania uh because that's be where any. i picked i mean it. that's what i was presuming that's where yeah, i both picture of those it happening <laughs> yeah yeah so that would be the heat the heat I don't even think but, Lana has a finisher to use. <laughs> that was going to be the crazier uh, part. Yeah, she has like two or three moves in total. So. <laughs> she hits a good X factor. I'll give her that. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, so we'd both give it to Lana mm -hmm. just because, yeah. Uh, all right, next one here. Would you rather Kenny Omega quits wrestling or Adam Cole quits wrestling? Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I don't want. Uh, They're this, not all gonna be negative. This is There's a, a classic this. bad yeah. situation. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you say yeah. so, when you say quit wrestling, uh, they will never wrestle another match ever. They will never wrestle another match uh, ever. Um, Adam Cole's not got, even there. No, no appearances. No managers. Nothing. You're done. They're they they will never be on a camera again. They're out of the business. They're, they're out, out of the business. business? They're out of the they business. They can't even be backstage. He can't push, even, pushing buttons. Yeah. No. Nope. Can't even give them the fit Finley. Well. Oh sure, but they're not—they're not allowed to be on camera or acknowledged in any way. If that matters, <laughs> <laughs> it does matter. See, okay. You're thinking about the life after. <clears throat> before, before that, I would say I would rather Kenny never wrestle again, just because you put him backstage, let him book it. Mm -hmm. You know, we got yeah. all these great years of Adam Cole ahead of us. Yeah, that's a fair way of thinking. Adam Cole, I'm, yeah, if, I'm guessing, I don't you know, know his exact age, but I'm guessing he's younger. I think Adam, yeah, I think there's probably like a six-year difference, I bet, between the two. Mm -hmm. Six-year younger difference, you know, and in a way, Adam Cole could just be hitting his prime right now. Yeah. Um, but to yeah. see Kenny Omega walk away after all that he's worked for, oh, this one would be tough. Yeah, I don't, that's why it's supposed to be tough. This yeah. one's going to be tough, you know, but I think yeah. uh, I think we're saying goodbye to Kenny Omega. Yeah, you know, for the reasons you said, I think I agree on that one. Mm. It'd, be, it'd be heartbreaking, but of course. It'd be terrible. You have be to terrible. pick terrible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how Would You Rather works. Yeah. But let's lighten up the mood, though. Yay! Let's get a, <laughs> let's get a positive one <laughs> Yay! here. Yay! Uh, yeah. So here you go. Would you rather, this is you personally, Ooh. would you rather marry Charlotte Flair or marry Alexa Bliss? Wow, uh, no. <laughs> a woman I can see settling down with. Wow. Yeah, this is this is. Um, I think we're going Charlotte on this one. 
Okay. Then we go to Charlotte on this one. Um, Alexa Bliss is always talking about her Disney fanat fanaticisms. Yeah. Hey, I'll go anywhere she wants. And that's that's, that's just a big red flag for me. Uh, but this is good for us. You can have Charlotte and I can have Bliss. <laughs> Perfect. I love them both, though. I love them both. I love them both. Uh, I know. I tried to pick, you know, I, I had to pick someone to make it hard. Of course. Of course. Uh, not to. Yeah, I don't want to name names. I don't want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do another one here. Would you rather Cody wins the AEW world title? Or Orange Cassidy wins the AEW world title. But if one wins, the other can never win. Ooh. So only one of them. Cody or Orange Cassidy? Now this is, now this is hard. <laughs> this is the two, arguably two of the top five baby faces in the world right now. <laughs> right yeah, now. Two of the most for, you know, Two of the most well-liked people. Yeah, like literally, I don't, I don't know if there'd be anyone in the crowd that would hate either of these men. No. How could you? Probably the only um, guys on the roster, that's the case. Okay, so I'm gonna say OC freshly squeezed, baby. Okay, yeah. I'd rather him win you the know. championship right now, just because I'm thinking about that stip in the Chris Jericho <laughs> match. It. Exactly. It's still, and I mean. if like, because we were asking that too when it happened, like, oh shit, if Cody loses, is that actually it? You know, can we yeah. write a way around this? Maybe they can write a way around it, but if yeah. they didn't, I feel like that's just are, good. They, yeah, I feel like they will hold true for at least like two years or so, three, maybe even three more. But eventually, Cody has to win that title. We all we're, we need to see it. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, well, yeah. How long can Cody keep being the face of the company before yeah. he doesn't? He could go. Yeah, I could easily see him going like three years without it, though. You know, Omega will have it somewhere in there. Moxie will have it. So you'll have your baby face champs. But uh, yeah, Cody, that chase. But Orange Cassidy, yeah. you know, I've said it before. I do think he's a future world champion. And the way you book it, it could be one of the biggest pops ever. Just a huge surprise upset, Orange Cassidy winning that title. Because so. that's the thing. What's going on beneath the skin of Orange Cassidy, right? You know, like we see yeah. flashes. And I don't know if you've, Mike, I don't know if you've searched matches out online uh, of I've, Orange Cassidy. I've seen Cassidy. plenty of clips you for Orange Cassidy. I've seen him fire up and get serious, and it's great. Exactly. Now, I'm not even talking clips. I'm talking like 12-minute matches. Yeah, yeah he, he's got it in him. More than just the hands in the pockets, which everyone loves. But him. he also hands in the pockets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can do a 12-minute match like both. that. And, uh, and I also like, they haven't shown any of it on TV, but like this little love angle he's got with Chris Statlander going on. Oh, I didn't know there was Have a love that? angle. Yeah, they like keep like flirting with each other a little bit. Interesting. I've seen, I don't know what show it's on, but it's not on the actual TV. Okay, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they're a real-life item or if it's just Ooh, for fun. Ooh, wow. But anyways... Let's move on to the final. Perfect. Would you rather? So this involves you again. I mean, they all involve your opinion, <laughs> but this involves you physically. Because you have to receive one of these two moves. You can either eat a stink face from Rikishi. Or you can have the Mr. Socko mandible claw from Mankind. Aww. One of those. <laughs> See, when you said that, I was thinking you were gonna ask like it was gonna be a painful thing. Like which one are you would you rather <laughs> no, no, would no. you rather take a Randy Orton yeah. punt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I sorry. <laughs> it's either the stink face or the Mr. Socko. I'm I'm going I'm going uh I'm going Mr. Socko just because I don't mind jobbing out to Mick Foley. Uh <laughs> but I'm not going on my back for Rikishi. Yeah. I agree with you there. And also, I think the move itself, you know, 
He, he uses a, clim, a clean sock every time as opposed to Rikishi's big ass in your face. So I can hold a sock in my mouth for a couple seconds. Okay, what would you rather take, though? Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Like if he's if he's actually trying to apply the move. So would you rather? I'd rather take the Mr. Sacco either way. I'm saying. No, 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 no. We're, okay, this is this is the only you. This is the only would you rather I have for the week. Oh, you've got one. I, okay. got, I, got, I got one. <laughs> okay. I got one. I got one. Right You're inspired. now. Inspired. Inspired. Okay. Uh, would you rather? Um, taking a black mass. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, this is you right now, not Mike <laughs> trained professional wrestling for a bunch of years and knows yeah. what he's doing. This is like, you are in the middle of the ring and Alistair Black's going to do it. But is he, but is he still wrestling? Like he's not actually trying to hurt me. He's doing the move. Uh, he, he's, he, you're, this is Monday Night Raw we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I, yeah, he's going to swing, but if, you know, he's not a hundred percent full force. Or... Um, <laughs> I mean, I could treat it like it's a real move, 100% real. <laughs> or I uh, I we're still. Uh, what's not? Uh, what would be another terrible one? Okay. Oh no. <laughs> or that I you had one. I, I did. I did kinda. I was going with it. Oh no. Or that uh, that Big Bang Theory. Uh. Well. Uh. The Big Bang Theory. I wouldn't mind having my face down there. On Jesus line. Christ, Mike. That's not. Uh, that's, that's not what we're asking for. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take the Big Bang Theory. You're taking the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Okay, so you're risking the neck, not the face. <laughs> it's worth the risk for Statlander. It's worth the risk for permanent neck damage? I trust her. There you go. It's, all, it's all about trust in this business. You know, She's trusting trust. me to put my face there, then I'll trust her to save my neck. Jesus Christ, Mike. It's all... What? That's the problem. What would you Mike. rather? I thought I thought that's what the would you rather was about. Yeah, but you made it weird. <laughs> I'm, I, I was your question. Your question was too open ended. I, I I filled in some gaps. <laughs> there were no gaps to fill in. It's pretty much. Oh, there's it was one gap. There's one gap to fill in. Jesus Christ! See, you're not. Okay. You haven't even stopped yet. <laughs> you haven't even stopped uh, yet. It's fun. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. All right. Let's move along then, folks. Like that all American rejects song. Yes. Um we'll, nah, we'll give you hell. Is that what you were gonna say? No, oh. more the one called Move Along. Oh, oh whoops. Move along. Wrong all American rejects song. Let's move along. It's actually uh, part of the Diva Search. That's the only reason I know it. Move along. Well, back when they did the Diva Search. Oh yes. Mike, you're uh, you're oh, two for two. Uh, you're two for two right now. We're bringing up the divas again. Yes, the diva era. Uh, uh, let's move over to the blue brand. We're talking about it. SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. So last week they were in Vancouver, Canada. Where the Usos are banned from traveling due to their uh, their recent. Uh, oh, okay. Their, I didn't know that. Is that why they weren't there? Yeah, I think Morrison. <laughs> Morrison even made a quip about it. I don't think he directly said because they're not allowed. He's like, oh, they couldn't make it, so they're blah blah blah. But anyways, they're here tonight. The Usos come out to start the show. They cut up our uh, promo, and then they bring out their partners for later, the New Day. But then we get a bit of tension between them as Big E mentions that New Day have six title reigns, where the Usos only have five, so that makes them better. And they go face to face, but then Miz and Morrison interrupt. They say some heel shit, and then Rude and Ziggler come out. So let's have an eight-man tag. So uh, let's have. I mean, it was planned. An eight-man tag. So Usos and New Day taking on Rudolph and Mizmo. <laughs> so uh, 
nothing, nothing special. Ms. Mo Rudolph. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jey Uso hits a super kick on uh, Robert Roode for the win. Didn't even do the splash, just a super kick. Yeah, there's no, there's no bad multi-man tags that they do in these matches. Uh, it is yeah. weird when Mismo comes. Out. <laughs> it is weird when Min. Okay, so Mismo comes out right after uh, New Oos. Oost yeah. day right after Oost right day. after Oost day is uh, <laughs> talking about like they're like yeah I'm the best because I have six or I'm the best I have six I'm the best I have seven and then Mismo comes out and they're like no we're the best and you're sitting there and I'm like no you're not they these guys actually just told us what they are the best to... and they kind of proved it with <laughs> concrete facts yeah and then get your cheap heat after that which sucks because I feel like what are are they a team now we're a team now right who Mismo. Yeah, they're a team. Okay. I mean, they're getting the title shot at uh, Super In Showdown. Saudi! Aren't we going to Saudi this weekend? Yeah. Ah! We can do a quick, quick rundown. Wait, are that. we in Saudi right now? Well, no. Thursday. Oh, thank God. Well, like Wednesday, I don't know. Wednesday, Thursday, one of those days. <laughs> it uh, doesn't fucking matter. I never matter. watch it It live. doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, they win. They win. Uh, then we go backstage where Drew Gulak is trying to give Daniel Bryan advice. Come on, bud. This was this was perfect. Drew Drew, Drew Gulak is back there, oh, and he's like, "Hey, man, I saw what you did wrong last time, and I made a PowerPoint presentation, right?" And yeah. I'm thinking, he's to my, trying to help. I'm thinking to myself, "Fuck! Shouldn't every single manager be doing that? What what is man? What does a manager do in the WWE? Like, you kind of bang on the side of the ring. You may vaguely yeah. say, hey, 'Hey, they're they're coming.' But like, have you seen Arn Anderson be inside of like ringside for Cody matches? He's saying like." Use the, use the this. He's coaching. Or, he's coaching. He's coaching. Like, elbow up. Like, Cody, elbow like up. Drew Gulak is <laughs> just like breaking these managerial managerial roles right now. And I'm like, well, wow, imagine the manager sitting bes- court, like, you know, sitting beside you as Lena Vegas going like, hey, like his knee looks a bit weak. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, that should be helpful. Yeah. I mean, he's trying, I get, you know, he's coming from a good place. He's, he wants to help these wrestlers out. He puts all this work into these PowerPoint presentations. He's so much work. Like this <laughs> is the, what was the, what's the NXT guy? <laughs> what's that guy's manager's name? Uh, which NXT Stone guy? something, I guess. Oh, Robert Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Robert Stone, Drew Gulak going to the fucking school of how to be a manager. That's what we yeah, need. I mean, Gulak, he's not doing anything else right not now. Not just someone so. to take bumps and slap on the ringside. <laughs> like, no, That's be like, it. okay, here's, here's, here, we're going to review game footage. Do you think, do you think, do we think that Zelina Vega's sitting there with, uh, with Andrade every week, like reviewing footage from last week's <laughs> match? No. This is I where you were weak. Uh, this is where your opponent was weak. She's strictly, well, it's not a real wrestling match. <laughs> but that's what a manager would do, right? That's I know, I understand. Da, 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 that's what I don't we, can, we can pretend she does. Where's the, like, Adrian-Rocky relationship? <laughs> well, she wasn't his manager. That was more mixed job, wasn't it? That's a good point. Any, anyways, you know uh, what I'm talking, you know what I'm saying. You know I, I'm saying. I, I get it. I'm with you. Uh, but he Slater was there as well. And he shows up saying Brian embarrassed him a few weeks ago. And he wasn't even ready. So Brian says, you ready now? He says, uh, okay. So they rematch tonight. Perfect. But let's go to the story everyone's dying to get more of. We got the fallout of Valentine's Day. Backstage, Tucker approaches Mandy and Sonia, and he tells Mandy that she really hurt his boy. You know, you agree to go on the date, and then you invite Ziggler? He, you know, he got you flowers. He combed his hair. I've never seen him so hurt. But Mandy tries to explain. She's like, what? I just ran into Dolph when Otis hadn't shown up. 
So Tucker says, why'd you text? You were running late. And Mandy's just like, what? What text? So there, there's the, the, I don't know. So Tucky, you know, he just like, you know, we thought you were good. You're not, blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves. Sonia says, forget it. You had a good time with Dolph, right? But she's like, yeah, I was looking forward to Otis, but I guess Dolph's okay. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, we're still we're still on the angle. Um, so as long as the payoff, as long happens. as the payoff is Otis and Mandy in the center of the ring, WrestleMania main event. <laughs> yeah, big old smooch. <laughs> Unless <laughs> just a big old. They got a smooch. It's big got old a smooch. smooch. It's gotta happen. Um, so it's so it's Dolph or Mandy, or sorry, wow, it's Dolph or Sonya. What um, one of oh that's fucking one of them two is fucking, working together. One of them two is fucking with it. This is uh I like because you know Fire and Desire have always been healy, yeah. And now Mandy's right. not feeling as healy. Um, and the biggest the biggest uh proof of that to me was when she did the dumb face thing, which is not really just kind of cleared up with Otis right there and be like, no, I didn't text you. I would be late. Yeah, she's just like what? She's like, uh huh. You know, so, you know, doing being the dumb face, uh, you know, I, I as long as I, I'm still up on the angle, this has taken over what's in the cage for me. I'm having a lot of fun. As long yeah. as Mandy Rose doesn't become like the object of they got whatever's to, uh, happening, you know, like she was, you, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Uh, like, to be a prize yeah exactly as long as she's like not a not, prize not or a otis and ziggler fighting over her yeah as long be. as she's not a prize or a prop or just kind yeah. of like a huh what's man should be it's true love is what it exactly be. right like it was fun when they were making each other cakes and stuff and like let's keep that yeah. fun happening because yeah. uh we want it you know and it props them both up mandy can become this beloved baby face also otis. also otis was on that Corey graves podcast which oh, yeah, I don't like listen to, after but I've the seen bell or something? yeah after the bell. I don't listen to it, but I've seen yeah. clips where it's it's just him and like somebody else will call in. But they uh, Otis was on an episode recently, and he speaks like a totally normal person. <laughs> it yeah. is kind of it was kind of funny. Listen, he was just telling a story. Like apparently, his his grandmother or an aunt was uh, was a professional wrestler. Um, and he was huh, just kind of talking cool. about that, but he was speaking just normally in full yeah. in full sentences. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's a human being. He, exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that uh, that Corey Grace podcast. It's all shoot, right? They're not trying to work any like fake or any kayfabe angles. In no, there, right? I don't think so. Um, the only clips that I've ever seen, yeah, have been people speaking quite candidly about. Yeah. Because I've seen, yeah, a couple times they're even, like, criticizing, like, storylines and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Corey Graves will shoot but. on something in particular or, yeah, him and Carmella talked about their relationship yeah, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. All right. It's a shoot. All right. Let's move on here. We got Cesaro and Nakamura taking on Elias and Braun Strowman in a Symphony of Destruction match. The first ever. <laughs> Cesaro's yeah. cowbell was so over last week. They made an entire <laughs> yeah, match based around it. Yeah, that so cowbell you know, was got... huge. That was the biggest pop of the night last week. And they didn't even have, they didn't it, even have it this week. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, that's so they, the angle. The yeah, angle had... is the cowbell. So they had some uh, some drum sets, guitars, a grand piano, uh, and then Braun Strowman comes out lugging this big stand-up bass, which he which uh, he played last time. Him and him and Elias had a match. Uh, 
that was he also did he actually play it though. I can't remember. So it was another. It was the second, or this that was the first Symphony of Destruction match when it was Elias and Braun Strowman taking. Was each it called the Symphony of Destruction? It was called that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It was the two of these guys, wow. and I think the bit ends with Braun Strowman smashing the double bass over Elias. This was only like a year ago. Wow, I've already completely just. <laughs> uh, that's why yeah. I, that's I think that's literally what 50-50 booking does to you, right? It makes uh, you forget that huh, maybe these you know, maybe these people this wasn't this wasn't what was happening no. last year. Let me uh, let me uh, you yeah. keep going. Let me uh It was fun though. This was fun. You know, it was goofy, you know, Nakamura, he tries to attack with a tambourine, uh Strowman smashes a bass drum over Cesaro. Sammy hits Braun with a ukulele to no effect. Um, and then uh, Elias gets kicked off the apron through a table. That's not an instrument. <laughs> they should have. They should have had like a xylophone set up or something for him to fall through. You know. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Sammy nails Braun with a keyboard. That one looked painful. And then Nak and Cesaro double suplex him onto the stand-up base, shattering it. And then Cesaro covers him, but only a two count. So uh, Nakamura tries to hit Elias with a Kinshasa, but he ducks and Nakamura runs into a gong. Of course, they had the Asian guy do the gong spot. <laughs> That's Vince, not me. Uh, and then Elias, at some point, he had his back sliced open. I don't know. He's bleeding there. Yeah. What happened uh, there? I, I I didn't see it happen. But Maybe the gong. Maybe he hit the corner of that gong. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, so he breaks a guitar in Cesaro. He lays him on a table. Hits that beautiful elbow drop off the top rope through the table. And then on the other side, Strowman power slams Nakamura off the announce table onto the grand piano. And then I don't know if you saw it, but Nakamura fucking nails his head on the corner. And he was bleeding pretty bad after that. I did catch that. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of there was a little too much blood in this one. Yeah, well, that was accidental. For I think the table was supposed to break or something. Maybe I think they're always the piano, supposed to break. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it always looks more painful when they don't break. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So after that table spot, he covers Nakamura for the three count. So it was fun. It was fun. Of course, you know. Uh, the IC titles got to move somewhere, uh, you know, or need it needs something to do at least for uh, WrestleMania. So you have yeah. it, Mike, and I do got to say, uh, at Monday Night Raw, March fifth, twenty eighteen, Braun Strowman defeated Elias in a Symphony of Destruction match. Okay, that was the date. That was the well. date on it. That was the date on. It. But it is funny to see uh, same stip. Same people. Like, these two people have both been, uh, and uh, Braun Strowman's now 2 0 in Symphony of Destruction matches. So, there you have it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, then we get uh, the woman you turned down, Alexa Bliss, coming out for a moment of bliss. She talks a bit about the Hall of Fame, introduces the next inductees, the Bella Twins. Uh, yeah. So, they cut a little promo. They thank the fans. They talk about both being pregnant. And then Daniel Bryan comes out with Little Birdie. So that's a cute little moment. Little Birdie's first uh, SmackDown debut. Their SmackDown debut. Book <laughs> We're still booking that match between uh, oh, yeah. the Daniel Bryan kid and the Miz's kid, right? Yeah. And Maria yeah, Kanellis's so. kid. AJ's yeah, got four boys. We he's Or got, he's got a bunch a of kids. He's got, uh, he's got his, on his rib cage. Yeah. Why aren't we booking uh, these matches? <laughs> Well, I'll give him 23 years or so. Dominic will be like the Brock Lesnar of the of the, <laughs> yeah, of, of, the children's division. <laughs> Why are we just thinking oh. about this now? We have time for another two-hour show. Yeah, There's the still division. there's still a Thursday and a Tuesday. 
Guys, nobody tell Vince. Nobody, yeah. nobody tell Vince that there's still two other days <laughs> in the week. <laughs> Uh, well, his Saturdays and Sundays are busy with XFL now. Exactly. So don't don't that. tell him there's a Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> um, then we get, uh, yeah, after Brian comes out with Birdie, he stays out there because he's got that match against Heath Slater. But uh, careful what you wish for, Heath, because you know he gets a couple moves in, but Brian hits that running knee, he gets the win. And uh didn't mention it before, but did you notice... Uh, throughout the show, there was a couple like random glitches. glitches. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you brought Something's that up. <laughs> um, so, I caught, so the first time it was like an envelope, and then the second time there was like a clock ticking. Yep. So there's, there's something going on, something cryptic here. I don't know. Uh, any guesses? Um, any guesses? Uh, it's gonna be somebody coming up. I'm gonna rule out Lars Sullivan. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what an envelope um, and a clock. Um, yeah, I. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. My first thought. I don't know. Like, yeah, my first thought, like, who's glitchy? Who's weird? Is there anything in NXT? Uh, the only thing time is like time splitters, but that doesn't seem like they'd be called up. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they'd be called up or anything. Uh, um, and I like how the announcers like they didn't acknowledge it or anything. It just happens. It's like you catch it. No that was fun. Remember con- when SmackDown did a little thing when they were doing a backstage with Daniel Bryan? And I remember like the lights flickered a little bit, uh, and then yeah. they they uh, they kind of looked around like, "Huh, that's weird." Anyways, get back to what we're talking about, and we were also kind of like, "Huh, that was weird." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like little things like that. Um, no, I got no predictions on this one. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah but I, but I think it, but on. I think it's somebody coming in. I don't think it's somebody coming up. Does that make sense? So, like, I, d- I don't think it's somebody... Like, move- it's a new guy. It's a new guy. I don't think it's somebody yeah, moving... That's... Uh, nobody, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody's coming up from NXT. It's a brand mm-hmm. new person. I think that'd be... Whoever it is. I don't know. I don't know. Just, I, I yeah. you know, I know that's super vague. No, no, that's what it, that's all they've given us so that's far. That's super vague, so. and there's there's too many people to think about. There's too many potentials. So that's that's all I got. Though. I think it's going to be somebody big coming in. All right. Yeah, there so you have stay it. Stay tuned. Book it. Uh, Write it down. Yeah. I'm writing, right it, I'm, I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, we go backstage where Mandy, she's waiting for her ride. When Ziggler approaches, he's like, oh, I got a car. Just ride with me. So he's like, sure. Um, and then they leave together. And then Otis just comes around the corner looking glum. <laughs> he's just hiding sadness. behind boxes. He needs to speak up. He needs to just say something. Hey, Mandy. Exactly. All you have to do is, hey, Mandy, why just are you? We could have cleared this whole thing up. We could have cleared this whole thing up the day after. <laughs> Or the day off. No, he's a uh, he's a gentle giant. He's an emotional guy. That's a good point. He's very hurt. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, let's go. We got a number one contenders match. Naomi taking on Carmella. Winner faces Bailey and Saudi. Uh, this match was okay. Something seemed a little off. I don't know. They, you know, it wasn't terrible. They went back and forth. Uh, Naomi hits the split legged moonsault to win, but I felt like I don't know. It seemed like Carmella was uh, like hurt or something. She was just. A little bit slower or something than normal. Oh really? Okay. No, I don't. I don't think I felt anything. Uh, Naomi. I mean, it wasn't that. Naomi's cool, so there's that. We haven't yeah. seen her in a long, long time either. Yeah, she'll get a title shot. I don't think she'll win, but that's that. Yeah. Oh well. But uh, let's let's go to the main event here because a few weeks ago the people got gypped. They got Goldberg, but it was only by, via, via satellite. satellite. Yeah, How much do you think? The, what do you think the price difference is for Goldberg to show up via satellite versus in person? <laughs> like, how much? What do you think the the number? 
Uh, probably an extra digit. <laughs> an extra dig, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but he's here. He's here in the flesh. He comes out. He cuts a promo on The Fiend and the Universal title match coming up Thursday. And then uh, the Firefly Funhouse pops up on the screen. And Goldberg, he says, I know what you're all about. I'm not playing your stupid games. I'm here for the title. But Bray says, you don't know me, Bill. Let's get to know each other. And he introduces him to the, the, the friends, the puppets. Uh, and then the lights shut out. And the Fiend appears behind Goldberg. But he's not scared. He's predicted this. So he just turns around. He hits a spear. And the Fiend is hurt. He wants to go for another one. But the lights shut off. And the Fiend disappears. So this is, I think, the first time that someone has struck first and made him run off the Fiend. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah, given that uh, yeah, yeah, Goldberg, they want him to look strong. Go- Make you think. Goldberg's promos have, you know, I mean, the last how many times we've seen him now? I think he did the he did the Saudi last time, and then something before that. He's such a yeah. less is more guy. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to Where, uh, ramble on. Like we built this for two weeks, one via one via satellite, one spear <laughs> in person, <Yeah>. and <laughs> uh, with within the span of five minutes. It's like it, it accomplished everything it needs to without being overproduced and all that kind of all that kind of crap. You know, Does that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. It accomplished everything it needed. So and yeah, in short order. And uh, God, I mean, Bra- the Fiend's going to win. But what do you think that's going to cost? How much do you think it caught? What's the price difference between Goldberg <laughs> winning a match versus Goldberg <laughs> losing a match? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I think he's getting way paid way more to lose <laughs> I think we're putting uh, a digit on that <laughs> well I think either way going to Saudi gets in that digit yeah yeah it, it, but if Goldberg's digit. going on his back clean that's an extra digit <laughs> that's an extra digit <laughs> who knows who knows either way uh, yeah I don't think he's gonna win that one but yeah let's just uh, let's go over this real quick there's only seven matches here sure let's bang it out this super showdown so you got the the raw tag team championships Rollins and Murphy taking on the Street Profits uh, yeah I'd give it to the Street Profits ooh fun I'd let them have it why not let them have it W Vince Vince <laughs> yeah. Vince let them have it let them have it let Vince yeah, they, you know, they got called up like six months ago, and then they kind of just didn't do anything with them. Well, they, yeah, because they got like called well, up, did. but not like on the show. They just yeah, <laughs> they were just talking, just talking. With their red cups, uh, you know. And you know, you can only have those two single guys with the titles for so long. So. Yeah, you know exactly. And I mean, AOP were the one. You know, they they're gonna want to sniff soon. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then we got that women's championship match we talked about. Bailey taking on Naomi. I think Bailey wins that one. Yeah, she'll retain. It's a big match, though. You know, first yeah, first first match. women's title match in yeah. in a country that does, has only had one women's match like ever. Women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we're also getting the first ever two wake trophy gauntlet match, where AJ Styles is taking on the returning Andrade and Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, r Truth, and Rusev will round out the the bunch. Cool, cool. Let's go Lashley. Yeah, you're going Lashley. Going Lashley, uh, baby. I'm going well, Lashley. I'm sure no matter what happens, him and Roos are going to square off at some point. Yeah. This thing. And I hope Rowan's cage is there. I hope something happens with the cage. Ooh, something could happen with the cage. I see, yeah, Eric Rowan's cage and R-Truth, those two things seem like comedic gold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of cage, we are having a steel cage match, which we all hope is the final conclusion of this feud. The big dog, Roman Reigns, taking on King Corbin. 
Uh, let Reigns win and end it all. Yeah, so this is Roman Reigns' last steel cage match in Saudi didn't end the way we thought it would. Uh, yeah, so he's probably hoping to have a, a redo on that. Yeah, just don't <laughs> spear him through the cage and you'll be all right. Uh, it ha- Yeah, because it's been six months of this, right? Um, yeah, we're all, we're all done. We're ready to move on. Yeah, I we're mean, ready to I move on. I'll speak for everyone. Uh, please, yeah, please, new, please do, yeah. The New Day defending their tag titles against Mizmo. Uh, yeah, this could go either way. I don't really. Uh, oh yeah. Also, I wanted to bring up. I did write this down. Wait, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm super sorry. My desk is so messy. Uh, I did write this down. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, uh, at a. I'll make sure I have the right piece of information. I do. Okay, boom. Uh, on October 18th, 2019, yes. SmackDown Live came from somewhere. Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, and there was a match on that night. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns were taken on King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura. Since October 18th, 2019, which is a good four-ish, five-ish months ago, uh, Roman Reigns has had matches against other people. But mm-hmm. he's never had two matches in a row against someone else who wasn't Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah. uh, these guys have been going at it, and whether it's multi-man matches, you know, him, Lashley, Drew in a thing, and then Ziggler, Rude, Corbin, uh, and now things like that. Um, and we're right on pace, as <laughs> you know, there, there has not been two matches in the middle. Um, and what sucks is that this isn't going to fucking die. You don't think this that's, is the end? That's the worst part. That's the worst part is that, is like, end. I'm just praying how do we get Roman to win the chamber? Just fucking well, how do we get him away from this? Anything. What can we do? Well, yeah, no, either way, you know, this this match is not happening at WrestleMania, so this has to be the last singles, at least. It's They're done. Both in the chamber. It's done. It's yeah. done. Let Roman win. No more dog food. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. Yeah. But let's go to Brock Lesnar defending his WWE Championship against Ricochet. This will be fun. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping he'll get the, uh, you know, the AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan treatment and not the Kofi Kingston treatment. <laughs> you know, a good 10-minute match. He's more than capable. Unfortunately, the, yeah, the Co- the Kofi thing was unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he still it had to ha- it had to that. happen, you know, but uh, and it did make the Rumble a lot more exciting. Uh. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, I'll never not praise that Rumble booking this year. It was no. fantastic, but uh, yeah, we don't we don't really give Ricochet much hope here at all. No. But, hey, if you want to swerve me, I'd be awesome seeing Ricochet win. That'd Ricochet cool. Drew, <laughs> book it, yeah, book it. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, but not gonna happen. Uh, and then the main event, I'm assuming the Fiend against Goldberg, as we've discussed kind of already. Uh, yeah, the Fiend probably gonna get the win here. Clean win over Goldberg. Rare clean yeah, win. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's not going to be any shenanigans. No more red light. Uh, we're past that. Yeah. Clean win. Yeah. It's going to be great, though. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they'll let Goldberg hit some moves. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll make it close. I wonder if he can you know. kind of lift Bray Wyatt up in a, in a, in a uh, jackhammer. Well, I was thinking about that. I think Bray Wyatt will jump for him more than The Undertaker did. <laughs> so. Bray Wyatt's also a little shorter, too. I bet he's like a few inches shorter, also. Yeah. Maybe a little easier to, uh, maybe that center of gravity. We'll see. We'll see. He might not get a chance to hit it though. We'll yeah, we'll knows? see. We'll see. And that's, that's and that's the that's the showdown. That's the showdown. 
I'll see you there, Mike. Mike, listeners of the show, <laughs> we're so excited. We got our tickets. We're going to Saudi. Oh, God. We're, we're going to Saudi. Going to Saudi. Ric Flair says. <laughs> His favorite. And that was, uh, that was SmackDown Live. Yeah, that was everything. Uh, I guess the one other, there's one event going on tonight. Are you going to watch the big fight? The uh, yes, WWE Tyson superstar Fury. Tyson Fury taking <laughs> yeah, that's on what, that's why I taking on Dante Wilder. You know what? I totally forgot. He was, uh, it's you forgot it's tonight. <laughs> I think I didn't forget it was tonight. I forgot today was Saturday. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's of, what it know, was. We don't do shoots on Saturday. I right think now. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a nice afternoon to myself. Uh, I went to the gym later today. Also, kind of like at like one. So it, that's yeah. also a little bit different for me. Uh, this is gonna be oh, dude. This is gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the fight. Yeah, I'm, you know, last one I didn't see live, but I've seen the highlights. I've seen the big, you know, the controversy, the draw, the big uh, getting up when the he's Undertaker moment. Dead. That was yeah. insane. <laughs> that was well, I, insane. You know, I always. Uh, I don't follow the sport closely, obviously, but I, you know, I'll watch a big fight on UFC or boxing. Like I watch the Mayweather fights and the fucking the McGregor. You, yeah, you you watch the big fights. The the, the, big the fight. biggest of the things are always yeah. like the. I, yeah, and now that I've seen the like, I'm hyped. I'm ready to see this. I'm cheering for Fury. I'm live. You know, of now course, that he's a WWE of guy. You know, it's that like culturally something bigger. Like my uh, like my mom does not watch football, but she will yeah. go to a Super Bowl party. And watch, course, you know, yeah. because it's like it's a it's a thing. It's a yeah. It's an event yeah. that kind of happens, and the the big fight, the big heavyweight fight, is that you know yeah. you know yeah. Whether you're Mayweather, miss, whether you're like, Mike Tyson, yeah. whether you're Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder's gonna have a. They're both gonna have insane entrances too. I'm so the pad oh, the yeah. pageantry of it all. Uh, who's gonna win this fight? Oh my god, the like I I'm I'm happy either way. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna have some fun. I'm happy and, either uh, way. Both these guys are at the at the top of their game, the Gypsy King and Deontay Wilder. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that tied in nicely because Tyson Fury was at the last Super Showdown. He was. He Un- he, he, he He just got home from Saudi. <laughs> he just <laughs> yeah. got back. He's been at, he's been training. No, uh, he's been no, training. He was one of the ones that got to fly on the private bird with Vince. Right. They got out right away. I forgot about Alaska. that. Yeah. yeah. When they were stranded, that whole controversial week. How many people do you think who said they're never going back are going back? <laughs> probably like ninety percent of them. So I know Murphy was one of the ones, and he's defending his tag title there, and. Uh, there's a couple other guys. Make, it is what it make is. your money, kids. Make your money, kids. Yeah. Well, that's just, hey. that's the time that we have yeah. for the podcast. That was the Street Brothers Wrestling Podcast. We do have time, though, for one more thing. We always do it. It is the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler. You know what, Mike? Yes. Uh, my other of the week, you know, it's pretty easy. We're hopping on Wednesdays. We're hopping on Wednesdays. He t- we're hopping off things. <laughs> we're hopping, on, we're hopping things. on. We're hopping off. The man yeah. took the lashings. The yeah. man bleeds his for the company. His heart and soul. We all know. We all know what it's like to be the underdog and overcome adversities. Yeah, he risked his life. Risked he his life. His head uh, bro- he broke a toe. Also, I don't know if he got. He did break a toe. I don't know if he got that, that. But <laughs> big toe. <laughs> yeah, the big not, toe. I think you know what we were talking about. Cody, you're my wrestler of the week. Yeah, me too. It's unanimous. The you uh, first, the first you un- of unanimous wrestler of, of the week of 2020. Yeah. Uh, and, this uh, goes a long way. 
of course, this definitely goes a long way in the Wrestler of the Week rankings. Yes, I have a, I have a strong feeling Cody's going to be right at the top at the end of the year. He's, he's in contention for the capturing the most titles. He, he could. He could, you know, because I think we, we're, we got a few extra weeks on. We have like a month yeah. on last year's. So some of our yes. numbers are going to be different. And Cody, you know, when you're that <laughs> hot every week, you're, you know, all to, even a promo some weeks we've given it to him just for a promo. There's so. still a double or nothing coming up. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to give it to him for a fucking we pay for, oh. promo. Vince McMahon <laughs> will put out like seven hours of television and we give it to Cody because he was good on mic. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Code. <laughs> there you go. There you go, the, Cody. The American and that, Nightmare. There you go. And that was the show. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe. Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. It's everywhere, baby. Baby. And we're going to come back um, next week because, you know, we got Monday Night Raw. We're, we got our go we got our go home for Revolution. We're going to Saudi. It's going to be a great yeah. week. Yeah, well, it should be fun. It's going we'll to be a lot of fun. Okay, you take care, Mike. You take care, folks yeah. at home. We'll see you next time. See ya. Enjoy.